International. You're listening to WBTI. Coming up next, another light rock classic. Something to gently woo you to sleep with feathery tones. Sweet dreams. If it doesn't fit, you must equip. Oh, righty then. This is the good life. Just relax and let my mind drift. Having Y2K compliant. Slim Jim. Eat my shorts. What's the deal with Aquaman? Could he go on the land or was he just restricted to wood? No stairway. Denied. This is Ryan with the Millennials. All right. Welcome to the show and shalom and an assalamu alaikum to the nation of Islam. It's good to, it's good to see you again. It's nice that you are uh, willing to take the time, whether you're sitting in traffic, running on a treadmill, or just being a good old-fashioned American piece of shit. We don't judge here, okay? Whatever your podcast listening environment is, we uh, wholly endorse it. Uh, joining me this week is the return of a show favorite. <laughs> we've already got we've already got the chuckles going here. Yeah, the, uh, Johnny Cash is back, ladies here. and gentlemen. <laughs> Applause break. <laughs> Let's uh, wait for the claps to die down. Johnny, how the hell are you? I'm all right. You doing well? I think so. You think so? I feel okay. I just kind of slammed like a whole pot of coffee to. Yeah, you know. and you're drinking an energy drink. Oh yeah, I mean, what what impact is this going to have on you for the next few hours? I don't know. Brings me back to normal, I think. Yeah. At, at best, if it works really well, I'll just get really heated about something that's mostly irrelevant. Okay. You know, like I'll watch a YouTube video of someone like playing a show and be like, "This fucking this is terrible." Yeah. Start hitting up their friends. Be like, "Dude, no, nah, you got to like tell them." What kind of <laughs> what kind of show would you be watching on YouTube? Like a noise show? Yeah, yeah, or just whatever. Oh, okay. You know? Yeah. Just look through people's live footage of things I might have missed and just go to town do you ever <laughs> watch like music videos from the past and just sit like think to yourself like look at these i watched a bunch shit. i was in vegas recently yeah and i watched uh, we went to some like cheesy you know touristy diner in a casino thing yeah and i guess the gimmick of it was i don't know you know the old days whatever <laughs> right very, like kind of 70s ish okay and they had all these like music videos playing from that era like uh like fog hat like jesse's girl and oh, shit yeah. like that and i didn't realize i'd had a video yeah you know so i think I that's from the 80s but yeah i get what well, you're yeah, saying yeah but it was like yeah. stuff around that era and earlier stuff that i don't know why i had a video like why it had a video like who was buying it where was it being screened yeah you know, like kind of pre-mtv era yeah everything was recorded on vhs yeah it's like who i mean i don't know yeah. context i guess like who's, who's watching who's seen this before me now in this diner yeah and well, before, you know, prior to YouTube, did anybody just go to a store and be like, I need this VHS of the music video to uh, what Rick Springfield song or some shit like that? Yeah, I think MTV would just air those. And it was like, this is what we're giving to the public. Take it or leave it. Yeah. People didn't really have a choice back then. But they did it prior to MTV is my, my thing. Like, where was yeah. it going? Yeah, good call. I, mean, I think mostly they were promotional videos. Yeah, and they, that's kind of what I was trying to figure out. Yeah, like, I, I don't know where they would air or what context they'd be put in, but... Uh, 
they were done nevertheless it was a lot of work for probably you know, no real payoff for rick springfield yeah that guy needs a rest as a guy you know what uh what were you doing in vegas um wasting money yeah gambling you're a gambler yeah a little bit what's it was fun what what's your uh, game what's your game of choice I don't know, slots, something where I don't want to talk to anyone. Yeah. <laughs> I'd never done like a card table or like craps or any of that shit. Cause yeah. they're going to, you know, talk to me and you're not into that. No. Did you come out on top at least? Uh, definitely not. <laughs> well, it's one of the, okay. I did. And then day two, cause we we're only there for like two and a half days. Just yeah. kind of a mini little, like get out of town. Uh, we did great on day one and it was like the kind of great where it's like this could be better Mm -hmm. and it's not great enough to really matter it's like we've already sunk several hundred into this trip why does it matter that we won 200 more right so it's like let's just keep betting it all and then we kind of ended up you know that's it in the negatives (laughs) (laughs) it's gonna be a month of ramen well it's i mean what two hundred dollars isn't shit really no i mean in in the grand scheme of things what i go all the way to vegas to get like 200 bucks like that's not an exciting story it's either i lose it all or i keep going and i get the like the jackpot yeah win a shitload of money otherwise you just sort of think like what what would have happened if i kept going Mm -hmm. if i just cut it there (laughs) now if i won like several hundred like a grand i would just probably leave yeah i'm done yeah i could go eat at more weird rick springfield diners you know (laughs) that's basically all we're there for is just to eat a shitload of bad buffet food it'd be funny if rick springfield actually owned that diner maybe he did yeah (laughs) what uh is vegas like these days because my only Uh, context for vegas is either white trash or the hunter s thompson movie uh, mostly white trash i mean Uh, in a lot of getting harassed for timeshares, basically exclusively timeshare harassment. Yeah. Every casino has about five guys at each entrance that just, you know, stop you and try to sell you on a timeshare. Yeah. Usually the thing is you get like free tickets to some show. What's the, uh, what's, is that, that's the pitch? Like, Hey, you want to go see Gallagher for free? Yeah. And then they pull you over. They basically have you fill out all the paperwork to get into this timeshare but they're just telling you they're signing you up for their like mailing list and you get these tickets for half off or whatever yeah then at the end they're like well all right so the next uh, appointment is a 10 30 do you want to go to that it's only like two or three hours we're just going to show you one of our properties only like, two or three hours it ended up being like five yeah we left we got in like a me and my wife got in like a huge argument with this guy yeah good he started like spouting this crazy like xenophobic shit because <laughs> he was like asking us all these places we want to go and we humored him a little you know because yeah they said we had to be there two to three hours so i'm thinking you know maybe they can pull the offer out from under my feet and steal my money if i don't put up with at least the bare minimum of this yeah but on like hour four i was like i've fulfilled the contract yeah hey i'm not interested i just remember like we just cut him off like (laughs) mid-sentence you know we were playing along like oh yeah it's interesting this might be cool and then hour four hits in yeah it was like actually you know i really just don't want to be here anymore (laughs) yeah and he was pissed yeah he got really mad about it yeah (laughs) it was like uh we suckered him i guess yeah of course you did like we were kind of into it but then we're like yeah but i mean this just doesn't seem fun or like worth the money where uh does this take place like in a conference room what's the no that's the thing they 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 flipped the whole thing on me because i thought you know we even asked uh, my wife's mom as we were going there on the little shuttle bus which they don't tell you that drive in itself is like 20 minutes which you know getting driven like 20 minutes south of town by someone you don't know is kind of weird i think three minutes like in a yeah. place that, you know, it's like where, where the fuck are you taking me? yeah it's like are we gonna come back yeah like all of a sudden there's no buildings on on the side of the but, road you know we asked 
her mom and just in general like kind of looked into it as we were signing up for it like what it's going to be like and you everyone says you go to like a you know it's like you sit and watch a powerpoint oh yeah or some shit a lot of star wipes yeah you wait like two hours having some guy talk to you and then you're just like i'm not interested bye yeah just was it just you two or was it like a class it was like a whole group of people so we thought that's how it was going to be but then you get there (laughs) and they actually just pair you up with an individual yeah who desperately tries to connect to you do all that you know like, this is tony we call him the shark exactly it was yeah. a lot of that shit this guy started telling us about his kids yeah. uh weird uh, twist yeah he asked us what show we were going to which was chris angel because i mean <laughs> yeah, but why wouldn't a, you yeah everybody was like telling us like pen and teller or whatever and it was like mm, we're of the chris uh, angel generation yeah, i'm a millennial <laughs> we have chris yeah, angel the theme of the podcast <laughs> but we told him and we were oddly enough going back to the last show talking about our plan b was carrot top yeah because of course hell yeah he's right there he was like across the street from our hotel yeah, we were go we were talking about that a lot last time around yeah and this guy tries to bond and says he like knows carrot top. oh yeah of course and it's he like does. clearly a lie he's like yeah i see him at this dog park all the time me and my <laughs> wife go up there yeah. you know he just think about carrot top he just loves animals yeah <laughs> <laughs> he just goes off about him like how carrot top told him he's gonna start like a dog sanctuary and yeah all this. i love that he was trying to humanize carrot top I, that's like, uh, is the guy that's who a does selling point like oh you're friends with carrot top yeah, i definitely yeah. trust you now yeah, you must be cool yeah <laughs> you yeah. carrot top you must be a good man yeah yeah so you're so you're there for four hours you're you're all paired off what was the, well before that you're on the bus what is the what is the mean age what is the average age oh definitely older yeah like all these 65 year olds younger and, people would have turned it down but we were just broke enough to be like well four hours for half yeah. off Chris yeah you know? <laughs> which was terrible by the way well yeah I mean not like funny terrible I mean a little funny terrible but mostly just like bad lame it was I mean I forget the whole rule that like Vegas shows are just a bad version of whatever that person does I think so it's yeah it's like a very watered down very like it's usually like comical even if it's not supposed to be which right. I find kind of lame well i've always been under the impression that a lot of these vegas shows i mean even if it's the greatest thing you've ever seen the fact that you're sitting there with a lot of people who probably just lost a lot of money yeah there's a there's a there's an there's an air in the room yeah you gotta break the tension with some like terrible jokes yeah because i hear about a lot of comedians that do casino shows well i mean but chris angel should not be like a funny thing i thought i mean maybe in the context of the little like the tricks or whatever those can be kind of funny or weird but this was like it straight up opened with like a side character oh because you know everyone's into the lore of the chris angel universe and <laughs> sure. all the characters yeah well wait is there really is no. it oh, okay that's the thing it's just like for some reason half the show is dedicated to this i mean i'll just say it's a mexican stereotype character oh, okay. okay super racist so it is another person like dressed it's another up as, guy it's yeah. like hispanic dude someone he knew i think it's like another probably another magician guy okay probably. yeah but the whole gimmick is he's like some magician who's like struggling and trying to be as good as Chris. Yeah, it's okay. a whole building up the ego of the star. Uh-huh. But all the jokes are just about how he's like stupid, uh-huh. how he's like incompetent, how he's really short. Because, yeah. You know, all those Mexicans are so tiny. Yeah. You know, Jews a lot of too. jokes like that. And it was just like, okay. The whole premise <laughs> is, of that is, character was like, oh, Chris, I wish I could be big, smart white man. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like, this is what I paid for. And, Great. And like, is he wearing like mascara? And uh, he's got like the kind of, it's like a vaguely like Mary 
mariachi mixed with a suit kind of thing. Oh, really? Oh, they're really... It's full on, like... Racism. It it was, like, a notch below just, like, making, like, tacos appear on the stage as his trick or whatever. It was (laughs) bad. Yeah. But it also... There was no continuity in it. Yeah. I mean, not... (laughs) I mean, that that might be on you. Yeah, I don't know. take Chris Angel too seriously (laughs) I was going to say. But, you know, I want a realistic, believable Chris Angel experience. Sure. And sometimes that guy would just be there as, like, an assistant. Yeah. And by the way... be kind of breaking character. I don't think it's a lot to ask for an authentic Chris Angel experience. Oh, just, does Chris not know one other guy yeah. that can fill his place? Because <laughs> it'd be like you'd see him in the context of the like, oh, I'm the dumb magician who's trying to crash this show. Yeah. But then also he's just the regular silent assistant to Chris Angel. Right. And it's like those are two different characters. Yeah. But it's the same man. Yeah. Uh, and Let's make a see, decision here. Well, he would come in during ones that I guess are supposed to be like serious, you know, the cheesy, like, oh, I'm going to saw a woman in half bullshit. <laughs> that's yeah. supposed to be like scary and violent or whatever. But you see that guy there like doing stuff and you're like, is this a comedy bit? Yeah. You know, like, <laughs> am I supposed to be like laughing at Mexicans again or yeah, whatever? Yeah. You know? Because <laughs> I mean, I see the woman getting chopped in half, but I can't help but think about, you know, years of racism that have sure. built up in all of us yeah but i feel like the, Thanks, yeah, maybe, <laughs> maybe maybe the vegas crowd would really enjoy that though you know i mean the honestly, climate of the country they thought days. it was the rest of the crowd was pretty entertained they were dazzled there was a lot of just like uh i don't know it's a, i hate to even reference something so like basic but i just remember there was like an old like tim and eric episode or something where yeah. they're in front of a live audience mm-hmm. and they're doing like some routine everyone's laughing but the camera keeps panning to one old guy who's just kind of yeah like, stone face is everyone why is this so good to everyone get it <laughs> yeah felt like that guy is to tim and eric is basic that's an interesting yeah. example i mean they're not they created what's i guess kind of basic in comedy now i sure. feel like yeah. but you know it's it, now that makes them that you know? yeah yeah like i'm sure for the fucking 50s leave it to beaver was a very new idea groundbreaking. you know yeah. it's like whoa cool and now you know you're not going to look at that and be like whoa yeah wow this blowing is blowing my mind how did he do this <laughs> yeah well that unlike, was like unlike chris angel you know, blew my mind constantly, constantly. <laughs> just throwing birds out <laughs> yeah he did a lot of dancing too that's another thing that killed it like popping and locking it was oh, a very God. like laughable show i gotta say i'm very unfamiliar i mean i know who he is and i know what There's he's representing it's I like mean, he's the goth illusionist yeah it's the Marilyn manson of whatever you know like, but is it like gory or is it it's uh, supposed to be like a little bit and a little bit like in your face and he's one of those street magician guys that's his gimmick yeah so to see him not doing that already kind of kills it yeah I mean, i'm not like a magic expert but you know the guy from the show where he goes up to someone's like hey what if i <laughs> saw your girlfriend in half right you know but instead it's like i've got this box here yeah you can see it's not full of women now it is you know, it's yeah like, this isn't what i paid for yeah <laughs> he's certainly well you didn't pay for it so i guess that's well a good thing. I, I paid 30 instead of the normal 80 per person jesus so. christ Still not a good deal. 80. Honestly. Who else is playing in Vegas these days? Carrot Top, uh, Chris Carrot Angel. Top, Celine Dion. That was Celine our third Dion. choice. Okay. Britney Spears was our fourth. I would have loved to have... I just picturing you in the crowd of a Celine Dion show makes sick. me happy. That probably was the best one. Yeah. I don't know. A lot of the reviews I read about Chris Angel said I should have went to Penn & Teller, but... Yeah. <laughs> They lost me with that that TV show where they're just Bullshit. really where they're really smart and like oh, yeah. super like libertarian <laughs> yeah, like yeah. live action South Park or whatever it was. Okay, I didn't really yeah. care. Yeah, it's not your thing, not your cup of tea. <laughs> I just I don't know. Yeah, 
So, <laughs> yeah, Penn and Teller is a no-go. Celine Dion was there, Carrot Top. Is, was Britney Spears still doing her show? She was, but uh, we read up on it, and all the reviews are good, but it said it was like remixes or something. Yeah. Like a whole new routine. It's like, I don't want new Britney Spears. Yeah, give me the I old. I want like 1999 about to like waste the rest of her life, yeah. Britney Spears. Uh-huh. This is just like, you know, that, that attempt <laughs> at staying relevant, which I assume... Based on the soundtrack to what Chris Angel was doing, yeah, I assume remixed Britney Spears just means like there's like a dubstep drop that sounds like it's from like 2009, yeah, because that was every like Chris Angel bit. Okay, it would just be like a shitty dubstep song in the background <laughs> while he's like sawing someone or yeah. whatever. I don't know. I, I wasn't into it. Yeah, I can't go on enough about Chris Angel. <laughs> well, you, to you, go to go into something expecting to like laugh at it and think it's bad and still be let down. Yeah, that's. I mean, I feel like that's saying something. And you, yeah. <laughs> You were also only there for like two and a half days, you said? Yeah. That's not a lot of time to get it all in. Yeah, we left early even during the Chris thing because it turned into some weird like dance party show. Oh, what? Yeah, was like, like on yeah. stage or yeah, all, all the people bad. around you? It was just like, you know, laser light show shit. It was just yeah. super corny. It was very like comedic. A lot of like, a lot of him hamming it up to be like, oh, you're not clapping enough. I guess I suck. Like that kind of bit. That yeah. Self-degrading yeah. sort of like. You're not clapping so enough. I guess I suck. Is yeah, that like verbatim what he would basically, say? Basically, yeah. He would it's do like, that yeah. whole that whole bit. And it's like, well, no, we come here definitely for the cheesy fake. Like, I'm the cool. I'm the crow of yeah. 2008. You know, like. This seems like a showdown. Like, who's not meeting expectations here? The crowd or Chris Angel? Exactly. Yeah. Well, it was like so hammed up to the whole like not being pleased with the crowd. It's like, you know. You just knew it was like a line reading, not like an actual right, right. spitting a line at you. Sure. Um, that boy uh, should sign up for some improv class. Well, he also turned it into a thing about <laughs> childhood cancer. What? Which was the real what? plot twist. <laughs> what? I mean, it's like the guy who's known for, and not only was it like super racist at the start, but I yeah. will say it also got kind of rapey. Yeah, okay. Like the, like the one where he cuts the woman in half, it's like, it starts with like, because it's all very like Cirque du Soleil looking. Uh-huh. So I guess, you know, everything in Vegas is supposed to be. Now, yeah. So it all plays as, uh, it plays as like a theater thing more than like a magic show or anything like that. Yeah. There's a lot of little, you know, you know, well choreographed routines that segue into him talking or doing like a trick or whatever. Yeah. And the one where he cuts the chick in half is just like some chick in bed who's basically like kidnapped by masked man and tied up. Oh my God. And then cut in half. Is she like blindfolded and, and, and it's shackled? definitely, it's, it, there's definitely an implication location yeah in real life much worse would happen and then she'd get cut in half i see okay. it was kind of gross so it's like you go from racism to like chris angel really likes to rape and murder women uh-huh. to we've got to do something about childhood cancer yeah but <laughs> <laughs> these kids got to grow up so i can rape and murder them yeah <laughs> the chris that's, angel that's, message. that's the message of yeah that's on the ticket well, it, everything about it was like there was no segue either it's just kind of it was actually right after the sawing the woman in half thing that was the big you know like oh. we've made it here the big trick yeah i'm gonna cut this chick in half blah 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 now it's time to get real well and his whole gimmick is you know being the dark spooky guy mm-hmm. so it's not like he saws her in half then puts the box back together it's like he saws this chick in half then just curtain drop and you're just yeah. like oh she's dead yeah <laughs> and then a video plays where it's chris angel literally rubbing a child's leg that has cancer going beautiful boy oh my god it was really strange yeah that's... and then he had like a really serious talk and said he was gonna levitate for all the children oh my god my childhood <laughs> cancer so he just floats up and then it's like some shitty dance party and we just left yeah that <laughs> at that point i feel like it definitely peaked if there was more we that, couldn't handle it that is that, that that's almost how i picture vegas 
it's just a basically whole, yeah a whole cluster fuck. for children just yeah but just like a whole cluster fuck of like you know after you kill a woman try, yeah trying <laughs> trying to be a showman but also trying to be charitable and j- like just it just didn't work. people eating that up yeah you know it was what like mean? A, it was just basically the most pandering like let's get a little bit of everything we've got the sappy we've got the like dark edgy we've got the funny we've got the dance moves right the sex appeal blah right. blah blah it's a it's the, an extravagant racism yeah, yeah. it's everything, everything america wants want. yeah <laughs> everything america wants did you party at all out there i know uh honestly i feel like i feel like if you're too amped up and adrenaline about something which vegas is just constant adrenaline when yeah. you're someone who normally just that, chills in front of their computer that place terrifies me i'm, yeah, I'm never gonna go to vegas everywhere sounds everywhere yeah so you're in constant state of, you're like in like a constant like survival mode yeah while you're trying to have fun so i feel like i could not get drunk no matter how much i drank okay so i mean yeah partying was on the agenda but honestly the human too, survival takes it's over too at much some stimulation point. yeah it's like when you i mean have you ever been drunk and like something really bad happens yeah and you kind of snap out of it it was like that that feeling constantly yeah it like, like it sobered you up it was like being drunk but then you got in a car wreck and yeah. you hit a kid who had cancer oh <laughs> oh tying it all back way, in now it was on his way to get healed by chris angel <laughs> the mystique of vegas strikes again i mean that was my kind of takeaway from it i thought about yeah. yelp reviewing for the first time in my life to say if he's so magic why can't he heal those kids yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But you know, I guess that's fair. Yeah. Well, I mean, is he's supposed to use the powers for evil? I guess the dark, the dark <laughs> yeah. arts can only extend so far. For all we know, he gave the kids cancer. You know, I mean, it's a really, it's a really open-ended theory here that's that we have. Trick. Yeah. I mean, turns you know. a napkin into a bird, gives a kid. Isn't his his whole cancer. thing is I'm Satan? Here's some magic tricks for Basically. you. Basically, pick a card. Yeah. Let me chop this woman in half. Yeah. Come I'm, over here, Pedro or whatever. I'm I'm terrified what of was, a, yeah. super stereotypical. I'm, I'm terrified. <laughs> terrified of vegas the same way i was terrified of Times square when i lived I in new see, york i haven't done that yet yeah it's just it's i, I don't i balk at using the term white trash mm. but it just seems like uh, yeah i'm big on cultural anthropology mm. i like observing people oh, in their definitely. environment that's why we went to vegas yeah. yeah it's a lot of fun um but vegas i feel like that's where everybody just lets their guard down it's yeah. like this fucking slovenly like debaucherous place it was from pretty. people who just have no limits you know though that's what I wish was true, but I think the reality is it's such an easy, cheap vacation sort of thing that honestly we we're just surrounded by like terrible families. Oh, oh lots of a, kids, yeah. lots of like old white women. Uh, that's another thing. I don't <laughs> it was awful. Why? Why would you bring your kids to Vegas? <laughs> they, Isn't it they were Sin everywhere. City? Yeah. Isn't? Aren't there hookers on every corner? <sighs> no. No. All right. It's pretty dull. Oh. It's like one big strip mall. Realistically, it is. And the strip is just that. It's just it one. It's literally a strip mall. <laughs> yeah. That, the if, strip. If, if you they, walk they off of it, it, yeah. Yeah, once you get off of it, you're just in like, I don't know, White Trashville. You're in a trailer park. That's it. Yeah. That's how, well, that's how I knew I didn't trust our timeshare guy because he told us like he lived outside of the strip. Right. And I'm like, so you're just like white trash in a suit. Yeah. Because you got two options. He's uh, either a tourist or your white trash right yeah here. well and he's he's a uh, it's easy pickings with the tourists you know if yeah. you if you talk a good game slick then you know you can fun, close though. on a deal it was fun to yell at him yeah i'm sure to fucking leave. sounds like it was the highlight of the trip <laughs> when they don't stop is the thing you can't get out yeah it's like it's a, like scientology basically yeah which i mean i've had an experience with that too where yeah. i went to a, the scientology like thing down on the drag yeah. out here 
and we went to watch the little movie they show everyone but we decided it was just kind of boring so we get up and just immediately you go out the door to leave and there's like a guy there and it's like why are you leaving right right you don't want to finish the movie yeah and it's like oh, no well you, you you sharing your story about the timeshare guy reminds mm-hmm. me of a friend that i once knew who i guess he just had nothing better to do one day and um what they did what science what the church of scientology did was they set up these stress tests and that's yeah. how they lure you over you yeah, sit down that are the personality test right one of those two and yeah. and and then they they say you're very you're under a lot of stress let me escort you to our library which is where they show him the movie but he knew all this going in he, he was anticipating yeah. that so they they bring him into the, the building he's sitting in a dark room watching the movie i think the way he t- i think what he told me was he was in that building for a good seven seven and a half hours oh, that, yeah you before can't get out well before he finally said yeah i'm just i'm not into this i don't yeah. think this is for me and they kept trying to convince him mm-hmm. and the more they tried to convince him the more he resisted and they started getting pissed off <laughs> yep. and they were just like fine here take the fucking book and come back i don't know why they don't just rebrand just rebrand. I feel like at this point, like regardless of the fact that it is an obvious scam, yeah, everyone definitely knows or at least thinks it's a scam. It's mm-hmm. kind of a popular thing to for years now to riff on Scientology. Yeah, there's a new expose, whatever documentary coming out every fucking week. Yep. Why wouldn't they just rebrand and like hide it? I'll tell you why. Like this timeshare thing, they rebranded. Sure. But they didn't change their wall art. They, didn't, they nah. said it. This is not a timeshare. <laughs> but literally on the wall behind the guy is like a mural thing that's like, why buy timeshare? And it explains why it's <laughs> oh, a good yeah, idea. Yeah. He's like, this is not a timeshare. <laughs> sure. Like, well, I don't know why Scientology doesn't just change it up a little to trick you so you don't yeah. know you're going to the Church of Scientology. Be- because there's always going to be people out there who are are easily convinced i mean that's 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 what i sad thing is they probably they probably pull in new members who are people like us who go in and like oh let's laugh at this yeah they find someone who's like secretly a sucker insecure and and gullible yeah just pull them in and they're like maybe it's not as bad as you thought huh that's how cults work they they diminish your brain power and then they just get you i mean i guess maybe that's the answer why they don't rebrand yeah it's because you go in and they know you're going in with a negative impression of them. So all they can do is try to be as nice as possible to like break that. Yeah. Instead of like win you over from a neutral standpoint, instead they know you expect them to be bad. So they don't do it. Yes. And they're like, Oh, Hey, They've, how's it going? We're chill. It's casual. There's nothing weird at all here. Yeah. <laughs> they've certainly done their homework. Like they're not yeah. amateurs at what they do. It's why they've thrived as a, whatever it is they are. Fuck Religion, that. business. I don't even know. I mean, yeah business definitely <laughs> a business so uh playing any shows lately uh occasionally yeah festivals nothing, nothing big coming up or anything like that no no just uh noodling around yeah local yeah local noodles we're recording this during the weekend of coachella oh yeah i'm not doing that this year You're not doing coachella this year <laughs> they didn't, they didn't offer. i thought i saw breakdancing ronald reagan <laughs> on the lineup right next to lady gaga yep Lady Gaga. Not. I've never been to any of those. No, uh, no, I'm not. That's another way I suck at being the millennial guest is I've never been to. <laughs> I think. I mean, I've been. No, to like, I no, I disagree. That's why you succeed. I guess that's true. I, yeah. I know all about it, but I don't go. Yeah. I just act like I know shit, but yeah. I haven't experienced it. That's the ultimate. Hey, you're gonna millennial you're, thing. You're gonna do great in life if you just act like you know shit. Yeah, exactly. You, you never a, been to a uh, face like you. You've been there before. Fake like, it till oh, you make it. Coachella it was so bad <laughs> yeah. last year. I saw, yeah. Uh, 
Tom Lil Johnson Dickie. or whoever. Yeah. Yeah. Large Dick Man. You know, all these <laughs> terrible art artists that I don't like. Yeah. Because I was born in the wrong generation. Sure. Check out my YouTube comments. Although my, my generation had Lollapalooza, <laughs> but that was a touring festival. That seemed all right, though. It I mean, was it was decent. I mean, obviously, it's wrapped in a little bit of nostalgia that makes it cuter now and probably sure. just made it kind of annoying then. Um, you know, I, I think uh, it, it, it was something that hadn't been going on before so i think all the ones that came after Lollapalooza, Lollapalooza was this very novel idea of blending together yeah. all these bands that would never be with each other so people were into that and of course there were the the uh, the uh, kiosks with hey legalize weed yep. and and you know all that shit but um there's a lot of weed in vegas too that was a thing that oh, yeah. was legal there but uh, they do it like california style the little like, medical car oh shit. the uh, yeah the uh, what are those called uh, marijuana dispensaries yeah and that's what they were doing out there that that was the when if you weren't getting solicited for a timeshare they were trying to like sell you a quick like pot card oh did you get one no why, why not i'm not a big fan not a, not a weed smoker i'm like the worst at the weed thing yeah I can do every i can do every other drug but i mean weed's supposed to make you like chill yeah and like it can cure nausea things uh, like that yeah i just get really nauseous and kind of get the spins and i get really angry yeah that's the, the I, opposite like, of chilling yeah i take a fucking i take a hit of the the sweet bong rips of the kush as they say yeah and i just immediately want to call my friends and tell them like why i kind of don't like them oh wow that's, that's yeah <laughs> i almost canceled the tour because i got really high the night before and i was like i should just call this guy yeah let him know this is not gonna be a good idea it's gonna wow. suck i hate him wow <laughs> i almost i have a, a similar reaction and i don't smoke weed at at all i've i could probably count on my one hand how many times i've done it the past yeah, 10 years like 10 times total for me well, in my I life probably i smoke weed i get ridiculously anxious i think people in the room are fucking with me <laughs> i think they're like they're like trying to like shit on me i get all paranoid well, you, and know, I get, you know another thing is like i mean i really think just like weed and drugs in general kind of the real effects of them are just the opposite of whatever you normally are i feel like they open up what you want them to open up sure i think placebo effect is higher than any chemical compound yeah in that scenario well so like for example like i'm normally a pretty quiet not puking person (laughs) (laughs) i'm normally a guy that's angry and throwing up yeah but i really i feel like it brings that out are you an angry person and you just kind of keep that down yeah definitely yeah okay obviously so weed weed opens those doors (laughs) I, i definitely like the other bad side of weed to me is you know sometimes i feel like every drug you have a different experience every time you do it i don't think every yeah. drug's going to be identical every time yeah it depends on your diet and your mental health where you're at at that point sure. in your life and so anytime i've had a good experience getting high it's immediately ruined by the people around me because <laughs> it opens some mental blockage you know some doors yeah. and i want to be social i want to have fun and you realize you're sitting in a room of people who have like neck beards and are staring at the floor <laughs> yeah and you're yeah. just like wow you know this <laughs> i love getting high with you guys i have so much to talk about to not you because yeah. you fucking suck i'm leaving <laughs> i mean what about uh, specifically that happened with my old roommate yeah segue into some real dark yeah, yeah let's do it let's do it you mentioned this when yeah, we were chatting was, on messenger what yeah, happened I, here well I'm not going to give anything away. Because well, I'll segue by saying that's definitely when I realized that even when weed's good for me, it's bad. Yeah. Because I smoked with that guy who's like a hardcore smoke weed every five minutes kind of guy. Yeah. And I was like, man, yeah, this actually could be fun, but you're so dull mm-hmm. when I smoke weed with you that I no longer enjoy it because right. all I can think about is the sort of bleakness of this moment <laughs> where I'm really like <laughs> thinking about a thing I really like and want to talk about. Yeah. And I realize you're just 
not functioning yeah yeah you're like melting into the couch like those those dare or true t- truth commercials whatever sure. it is where they're like deflating yeah it's, i saw it he was <laughs> and i was bored i was yeah. bored of watching a grown man deflate yeah um so 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 what happened with this guy i mean uh is Ethan this, knows him. <laughs> we don't have to mention names but is this the guy that showed up on your lawn yes well he our lawn <laughs> yeah what uh what happened uh, he's kind of nuts and he just like had i guess like an episode you know like he has a like, manic well i guess so uh, i always knew he was like bipolar and like type one bipolar which i mean i am too yeah and uh, i mean the worst thing that causes is just you kind of get real shitty sometimes yeah like definitely if you catch me on an off day i will go full angry johnny weed man on you, you okay. know? yeah without weed you mean though yeah like yeah, definitely just there's just out. times where it's like i'm just kind of stewing and thinking about aspects of society or whatever that yeah. i don't like and it, like i gotta get that out yeah you know i gotta go do up you to this guy uh, and be like, man you suck <laughs> I, i've i've known bipolar people but uh yeah. do, can you feel an episode coming on oh i don't know i mean for me it manifests as just really minor little occasionally my mood shifts you know it's not yeah. like but in this guy's case what i didn't know uh from like eight years of knowing him is he has bipolar mm-hmm. dash schizophrenia oh so when he has episodes they're like schizophrenic episodes not just like oh man he's in a bad mood today yeah it's like oh man he's talking on a phone that isn't turned on and screaming about the worms that are growing in his skull or oh, whatever wow. that he thinks he has. And yeah. now he's naked. Uh-huh. So that's what it was like. You guys were roommates. Yes. Okay. Uh, literally just was chilling at home. Oddly enough, the real most jarring thing is I always kind of hated living with this guy, mm-hmm. but the day before he told me what a great roommate I am. Uh-huh. And so I was kind of like feeling that like, Oh, he's building me. I'm building him up. Yeah. The rules. Love living with this guy. Uh-huh. He told me I'm better than the other roommate. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm top of the food well, chain. I'm the favorite son. And with bipolar, the pendulum always swings the other way. <laughs> exactly. right? So yeah, it was only That's a matter of time. Happened. Literally, like well, what, we were so, supposed to. We were supposed to go to someone's wedding that day too. Yeah. That I wish we had made it that well, far. So was 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 something festering inside of him, and then uh, he just acted on I, it? Well. I guess you, you could say that. I don't think it was a personal beef with me or anyone else festering, but just like he got real into like self-diagnosing and like kind of web MDing himself. Yeah. And it was like, no, I don't actually have bipolar. I have this encephalitis mixed with PTSD and huh. I don't need this medication. I need to start taking MDMA to treat myself. Oh, of course. Yeah. The answer to really like MDMA and Legos. Yeah. You know, the two, <laughs> they, they combine well, apparently. Uh, yeah, I guess so. We're talking like the actual toy Legos. Yes. Okay. Yeah. That's, that's how I, I don't know that, something was amiss. I don't know if it was slang. There's for, warning uh, signs on Legos. And for, well, yeah, <laughs> yes. yeah. Choking hazard may cause episode. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Keep away from bipolar schizophrenia yes sure no there's warning signs you know what to do if someone you know has schizophrenia and you're worried there might be about to have an episode and you know warning sign number one is they play with legos a lot apparently oh. and i did not know that yeah uh, apparently <laughs> i didn't know that <laughs> I either stating yeah. that like it's factual it's Ethan, just Ethan Dada, is that something is that common knowledge we yeah know. everyone okay. yeah, if wow. you see a grown man with legos even if he's just a store employee stocking a shelf you should call the police yeah, okay yeah. <laughs> yeah any well i knew something was up not because he got real into legos i just wrote that off as a weird midlife crisis because okay. he's like 36 yeah what an old you know, fart like that for someone who already 
already does a lot of drugs and has fun a lot yeah. obviously the inverse in a midlife crisis is like oh man maybe i should sell my car and get a minivan and get really into legos and like stamp collecting or <laughs> yeah. something yeah that's the road he was headed down yeah <laughs> so i knew something was up it's not because he was into legos it's because he was into actually like building them properly right and i right. can't remember as a kid ever doing who does that yeah who I, builds the star wars spaceship i just built well, yeah. like guns and swords and hit my friends when i was a kid yeah they never sold them that way when i was a kid they always sold it as just legos and you build yeah. whatever you want this was never sold like them the as kits creative thing like who cares yeah. about building the eiffel tower yeah just well gonna get knocked over by my cats which may be what sent him into the episode that did happen uh, okay his, his pirate right. ship did not last thanks oh, to no. our cats yeah but yeah so dude just shows up from work and like just flips loses his shit yeah no he, wait he shows up from work he's inside he comes inside yeah he just comes home and yeah. he's like he's normally uh, ethan can attest to this he's normally a very docile quiet guy and just immediately like what's up guys yeah i'm home <laughs> <laughs> we just like froze in our chairs i'm chatting with other roommate i'm like don't make a sound <laughs> maybe he thinks we're not home yeah and he just starts like punching our doors it's weird he would switch so fast he would be like johnny let me in uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. start banging on the door turning the doorknobs like the yeah. whole time oh rattling the doorknob yeah there, like just, really just yeah. trying to get in like, was the door locked I guess yeah, it was. Um, yeah yeah, yeah. I, the well, why'd you locked. lock them out you just you're just fucking around uh, well i always lock my door in my room oh okay i don't yeah. want to talk to anyone i don't want anybody to come in my room yeah i don't even want i'm that's the only thing like living with me that's probably bad is i am like the most private roommate to where if you well, yeah. need to reach me i need you to message me well yes i mean i'm if the same someone way knocks on my door even yeah even if it's like middle of the day and i'm obviously awake i'm like dude you need to like text me or something like yeah leave me the fuck alone that's i'm the same, I'm, <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm either the greatest roommate or the most boring roommate because yeah. i i don't hang out in common I, areas i, I, I don't hate to it, this is just where i live this is i'm gonna be in my little empire in my bedroom <laughs> yeah. and then when i leave that's it there's no socializing going on it's here. so weird trying to spin the story in a funny direction because it's half funny and it's half grown man well, naked trying to murder me and that doesn't have to which be is funny. also pretty funny it could just be real yeah, yeah i mean uh, my, list, my listeners really into my, Legos. my listeners love a good story as much as i do uh yeah so he shows up it, he, you know he got off work early i think they just sent him home because he was acting nuts yeah and he just starts like banging on our door screaming about like how he's gonna come in our rooms and kill us holy fuck and he says he wants to come in my room and rape me what starts screaming about wanting to like molest our friends like kid yeah just random uh, you know one Did of the start off as like a joking tone no. and then it was okay. like a really jarring and it's funny because we had joked for months about this yeah because we knew he would have like kind of minor episodes we didn't know it was like this but you know we always in the back of our minds we knew the guy's a little off yeah he could maybe have a bad day and get strange and he's so like normally docile super stoned very medicated that our cartoonish thing is like what if he just breaks yeah what if he just you know we, we all we would all kind of secretly do like a little like the voice yeah he has a very nasal like hey guys you know <laughs> okay and we would always joke like oh man what if like at the next like house party someone like knocks all his legos over and he just snaps and he's just like and goes nuts <laughs> yeah. and like gets naked and tries to kill everyone and that's what happened yeah careful what you wish for <laughs> yeah. it was one of those situations where you think of the worst case scenario and you're still below it so so you're locked in your bedroom <laughs> and he's banging away and then what happens he goes he's just storming around the house at one point i hear him like shuffling in what sounds like the knife drawer which was a nice sound yeah I hear him like kind of chasing our cats around which the whole time like do I 
run out save the cats yeah stay here save myself yeah well and you know i'm talking luring you out yeah talking to his girlfriend now ex big shock there talking to his girlfriend (laughs) and his parents on like facebook hang on one sec how long after did this happen did they break up honestly too long okay i think she you know it's one of those i feel like people want to have that like they want to be the mom or the dad yeah, you want to save somebody in a weird thing in a weird yeah. way and i feel like for a sec she was even closer to him because he like lost uh, his yeah. shit but then he just you know kept losing his shit and yeah. being annoying so she was like, like right, i can't deal no, with this yeah, yeah. This, all right so he's chasing the cat around he's shuffling in the knife drawer yeah and at some point never a good sound that jangly blade at some sound. point the weirdest part uh, of all this like him banging on the door saying he wants to like kill us or kill himself or whatever he was just kind of you know were you getting uh, a little panicky? Were you getting kind of oh, like... of course. Like, I'm like chatting like, with... Like, his parents are driving, but they live in like Leander, so I'm waiting for them to get like an hour across town to us. Oh, you already called his parents. And I called them or will message them because I yeah. didn't want them to you know, hear me. So and so is having an episode. You got to come yeah. get this fucker. And we end up like obviously having to call like paramedics because he's talking about wanting to like kill people, kill himself, all this. Yeah, yeah. And basically their one thing was like, if this guy tries to hurt himself... If, if our son does call the police, you yeah. know, they said, otherwise, please try not to, because, you know, obviously police usually just make it worse. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it came to that point. So we call him. I assume he probably heard me because that's about when he decided to leave. Uh-huh. And so he runs out the front door and I hear him trying to get in his car and I look out the window and realize he is fully nude. It's about 3 p.m. on a Sunday. Wow. In a fairly family-ish kind of semi, like we're close to the burbs. Yeah. Area, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so, he, he took all of his clothes off. Yeah. In the house, in the house ran you're... outside nude. I assume while he was saying he wanted to rape us, which, you know, that all ties together. Yeah, okay. Nicely. Yeah. That makes sense. He obviously had a plan for that. Can't, can't rape if your dick's not out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> Put that on your grave. <laughs> uh, no, please don't. Yeah. <laughs> So I noticed he, you know, was trying to get in his car and I realized he probably in his like manic scatterbrain state doesn't realize his (laughs) keys are in his pockets of the pants he took off. Yeah. So I lock him outside of the house. Yeah, that's good thinking. Grab the keys, like toss them in my room so he can't like get back in and get them and probably just hit someone with his car. Yeah. Because he was like so pacing back and forth like manic scatterbrain style that I couldn't imagine him driving ending well. Yeah. Now, did he did he have a knife i didn't see one okay luckily all right i mean i heard him like fiddling with them and i'm sure the thought crossed his mind but like i said this was like rapid fire dude's losing his mind so yeah anything he thought about doing he probably immediately like changed gears right because there are so many things flashing through his brain weird he left so many weird little like clues in the house yeah yeah that's actually something i don't think i told ethan about because ethan's heard most of this story yeah he left like clues in the course of all like when i came out of my room for example there was that comic uh cerebus Uh it's like that i don't know everyone says it's cool but it's like an anthropomorphic character okay anyway i feel grossed out by that but he 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 left that out (laughs) he left it out but it was the specific issue titled in hell and he put it like dead center on a blank table and pushed everything else away and left it there like some kind of weird like mental message that's some david fincher shit right there jesus (laughs) did a lot of weird things like that um but yeah anyway i kind of lost my train of thought no that's uh, cool so uh he's you, outside i lock his ass out so you called the cops yeah we called like oh i called paramedics i was trying to say like you know this guy's having a mental breakdown it's not yeah I the mean, neighbors I, I didn't call well that's it yeah they did i think you leave and the house I, naked uh, you i know. thought that's why i was apparently he also you're either in an 80s slapstick comedy well, or what uh, i found out uh, from or, the cops yeah. because you know he's outside and i'm like grabbing our cats hiding him in the bathroom yeah. and like, calling the police <laughs> yeah. again to like uh-huh. the second 
in time be like please send someone now yeah and you know i knew the neighbors had called at that point because they told me they'd received multiple calls about yeah, yeah. This. i mean i can't come imagine. to find out while i'm like in there hiding and not looking out is the he, window now, what, when he, he went across the street and tried to break into the neighbor's oh house my God. he was just kind of door to door trying is to he yelling things shelter. out like in oh the yeah street, he's like, like screaming things <sighs> something about he got really into shuang z the like it's like a maoist thing yeah uh, sure okay he was really like psychotically into that it was like a weird obsession i guess what was that like anime or <laughs> what is that <laughs> no, it's, like a, it's like a kind of communist-esque like leftist philosopher chinese thing oh I don't okay, know. okay i'm not an expert on any of that like, oh, okay. but it's definitely like a sort of fringier version of like maoists and those types gotcha and he got like obsessed with that shortly before the the full-on episode happened yeah yeah, he was, yeah. Like, screaming something about that about how he's gonna write a new chapter to Zwang, Zwang Z's book okay because i mean i guess he was like writing a manifesto that sort sounds of, like it yeah died, this is then, manifesto material yeah i guess everyone was ready to take over yeah, yeah step one get naked in the suburbs yeah step two world peace yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's it all starts with that yeah that's the weird so the cops showed up and did they, they arrest show them? up they were and they were like chill i had to like they pepper of, spray him no i had to pull well the thing is he was inside at that point he had broken in through the back window and oh, he fuck. was like pacing in the living room freaking out because he knew they were shattered glass the did he like actually or did he just climb in through no it was just our locks suck he okay just fucking lifted the he window it up. up it doesn't lock at all he got back when in. he came back in you went back in your bedroom oh, of course yeah, yeah i mean so it luckily i have like a front window right where you know right where the front door is and all that from our bathroom so i just kind of stuck my head out and was like hey officer yeah yeah (laughs) which was a really bad call i almost got like my life ruined because i just i forget that you know it's they don't know that i'm not the crazy one i mean i'm the one i'm the shaky guy hiding in the bathroom right hey over here yeah yeah (laughs) so they're like there he is start running over like no 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 it's blam 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 i've got got the clothes on i'm good yeah yeah but i had to like explain like you know that because i guess his parents said he had past issues with cops like beating him up and shit okay uh so i had to like explain like if you guys like how big of a guy is this not very big okay he's not he's not someone who the thing is he's like free now and thinks we all made this up okay he thinks this is all conspiracy not just by us but he said our zip code uh-huh. he's like everyone's 78745 you know they're out to get me yeah i'm like all right why know. is he not medicated why is he not getting uh, well treatment? see he is but he's got parents who baby the shit out of him okay which is all this is all a big segue this guy should be on my, lithium uh, like uh, he was for a bit he was okay. but he wasn't supposed to be but uh, he decided that's what he was going to take from then on and that was a little part of what kicked off uh, okay all some right of the weirdness okay. it was like a combo of that bath salts mdma really bath bath salts. Salts too, yeah i was in like a live leak world star kind of video situation in my front yard yeah it was definitely the kind of like florida man bites face off kind of thing I, it know? sounds that way yeah i think you're very lucky it was strange i wish i got more footage i only got a but you say this is a smaller guy like is he mm, uh, i mean not scrawny? smaller just poor doesn't take care of himself okay i would say like kind of guy who's like not fat but still has an insane beer gut from okay just like his diet being mostly like beer and the occasional wendy's so he's <laughs> paunchy yeah he's really into you know just taking bong rips yeah balding eating, is he balding the wendy's he loves cheese fries he has a cheese fry blog well, that is unpublished yeah it's in his head he says he has all the pictures <laughs> yeah he has like thousands of cheese fry pictures and he remembers the ratings for each i mean this sounds very interesting it's like actually this part idiot savant of cheese fries <laughs> yeah. basically well, it sounds like he's got a little bit of autism too <sighs> a little bit yeah <laughs> ethel is the f- one of the ones to point that out uh-huh 
talk to him about the Legos. <laughs> Told him it was pure autism. Or so so how good. did this all end? I mean, are you still living in that place? Or? We're still there. We had to kick him out because, I mean, obviously. Oh, well, yeah, duh. Yeah. I hope that doesn't need an explanation. I'm sure the landlord was okay releasing yeah, him from the lease. Yeah, they're done, yeah. You got a new roommate now? Yeah, arguably. <laughs> arguably better. Okay. No, he's, he's cool. I'm sure. Riley's a good boy. Yeah. He's shout a, out. Yeah, shout out to Riley. Well, wow, that sounds uh, fans. <laughs> yeah, that that sounds too. That sounds like a, a pretty uh, bad it day. Intense. It's yeah. been a it's been a busy couple of months since I was last. When time. when did that happen? Uh, fe- late February. Yeah. Okay. And then he kind of got out. Yeah. He got out because his parents. Is he back in Leander now? Or uh, he's in Hyde Park. Okay. Because his parents had the genius idea of. I mean, there's a whole timeline here that I'm skipping over because it's like a lot of like yeah, in and out fine. of the hospital. Like at one point, he tried to drive back to our house. Yeah. And totaled his car and got re-hospitalized yeah all this shit but the peak of it is his parents had him and leander staying in a guest house and let's see if you can follow this logic so i'm still wrapping my head around it okay his mom was tired of having to sleep outdoors outside of the guest house to keep him from escaping okay that was too stressful for her yeah i can imagine this like basically chained up weird psycho mongoloid evil <laughs> child they had okay so because she was tired of dealing with that <laughs> instead they just buy him his own house to live in alone and give him his car back and put him in there and big shock he stops returning their calls i'm gonna guess probably not medicating himself anymore because why would he be yeah that, i mean he doesn't have no one's enforcing it this guy needs a doctor he needs he needs count his like parents are too nice he needs like his parents, not psychiatry, are, his but parents needs, are like they raised him like vegetarian you know basically yeah. this is all a segue to say vote trump beat your kids <laughs> pro republican from here on out well, i mean you know I, I, uh, i'm gonna when i have kids i'll be the most judgmental if my kid is like too into the legos i'll take them away that's it no more <laughs> so creativity wanna, for you. i don't want to raise a spoiled man child that yeah. gets naked and tries to murder people we cannot have so. wandering minds but no, you don't reel that shit in. Don't vote Trump, even though he's probably just going to be the perpetual president at this rate. I, or mean, the last uh, I think you're too dead. late to send that message. In. I mean, I feel like we're just going to be dead. There's no worrying about who to vote for next. Uh, we last that long. We're, there's definitely going to be a war starting. Just I'm uh, trying to like escape the, the nukes here and it sucks because no one likes Texas. Yeah. And I want to get out of Texas. I'm kind of, you know, I've grown up here, spent most of my life here. I feel like eventually try somewhere new. Yeah. But now I can't escape because I'm just like reading news articles and realizing everywhere else is a better target. Sure. For well, New York and LA <laughs> for war. sure. Yeah. I mean, those are the coastal We were talking cities. about LA yeah. and Kim Jong-un says that's the first place he'd bomb. Yeah. Like, well, I guess I'm stuck in Texas. Yeah. <laughs> Great. <laughs> <laughs> How many people do you think heard that and were just like, yeah, okay, go ahead. Fucking bomb LA. Bunch right, of, yeah. <laughs> bunch of <Boy>. vapid. <laughs> I, I'd rather they hit New York. What? Oh. <laughs> what? <laughs> Fighting words. Have you ever been to New York? Yeah. Did you I've like never done the Times Square Manhattan issue. Oh, you're fine. Really. You don't need to. Like, you don't need to. What did you do when you were there? It's fine. I have a bunch of friends out there. It's it's cool. It's just not your thing. Eh. Yeah, I need like a tree. Just like one is cool. Yeah, <laughs> I mean that's common. I mean I find myself struggling to. Like, I'm not. A, I'm not a big nature boy or anything. I mean, in yeah. fact, I see as little nature as possible. But you need you sunlight, need scenery you know? though. A little bit. Yeah, it's, you want to know it's there. Sure. Yeah. It's not that you need it. It's just that is it there or not? Well, you're not a nature boy, but you like having the option. Yes. Yeah, I can see there's that. like water. There's not a train overhead going by every five minutes. Right. Right. See, I'm the opposite. You know, like I'm see, a, I'm a city it. boy, but.
but uh, I went to uh, cities are fucking busy and loud and yeah. noisy. But I just like knowing that I could, you I know, get busy. enveloped in one. Yeah, you know? I hate the busy. Well, I'm I think I'm just too negative of a person and too judgmental. So the I, more people I'm surrounded by, the more bad things I have to think. You say that a lot. I, we've only hung out twice on this podcast, but <laughs> I don't see a negative. I oh, just think dude. you have a very different personality than get on public transit with me. I guess. I mean, you're not like I, a hippie, but you seem that's to have where a, I lose it. But you seem to have a good attitude about the things you hate. I try. That's like a, a bit of a... I'm I'm unrealistic in what pisses me off, I guess. Yeah. Because really obvious issues, I can take semi with a grain of salt, like a nude man outside of my bedroom <laughs> trying to kill me. I can just be like, wow, that was pretty funny. Yeah. But if I'm like getting on the train in Chicago and the person before me is taking a long time to swipe their card, I will become vocal about that. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like that's... I, I stayed silent and tried to be like cool with, you know, a guy trying to kill me, try to talk to the cops and be like, hey, don't, don't like shoot him he just doesn't mean it yeah but if you take too long to swipe the goddamn card on the on the pink line in chicago yeah i'm gonna be like wow i didn't know it took this long yeah Do you need help now let me now let me ask you this <laughs> suppose that person turned around and said go fuck yourself then what's the reaction uh obviously you didn't get naked and try to kill them <laughs> <laughs> i think that's as good a place as any to wrap this up you sure you don't know, you don't want to plug anything i don't know shows in austin they're around look it up breakdancing ronald reagan just find me on the facebooks you are our house noise musician Ugh. sorry <laughs> i don't know why you need one of those you know it's weird uh, uh i know we're gonna wrap up but uh, you know obviously the noise community i don't get out to see the shows uh, yeah. and I, I'd, I'd like, like to i, I look all the stuff up on the youtubes there uh, but uh, 420 at Beerland is the next one. All right, very cool. That's a memorable uh, date. But I'm infatuated. <laughs> I'm infatuated just with the scene as it exists. Like it's that sort right. of that that subterranean culture. We're minus one now that the with naked murder incident happened. Wow, yeah, that know, we I, lost a key member. Well, in fact, but uh, I'm sure uh, you'll be able to find another one. I will literally live. It's <laughs> it a scene that seems to attract the eccentric personalities. <laughs> Apparently, yeah. It's one of those things where you ever, it, you know. I don't know. It's hard to describe. You you argue that something is not bad, but people keep proving you wrong. Yeah. And definitely noise being a genre that attracts, you know, eccentric people to say the least gets a bad rap. People are always like, Oh, there's a lot of noise that uses like racial content or yeah. misogynist content or the people in it are kind of crazy or dangerous. Which is what Ethan was explaining to me about power electronics. Oh yeah. That's a big one. Yeah. That's one I kind of like my sets are almost like a parody of because it is such a like macho kind of bigoted yeah. genre sometimes doesn't sure. have to be, but yeah, it sucks to spend forever saying that's not true and then just to have the nude elephant trying to kill you in the room come in and be like actually yeah well, noise awful don't hang out with us well that that incident you'll as, die that incident aside i'm sure there's a lot of great people involved with it they're at I'm least sure. c grade yeah i'll give them that. Yeah, better than d grade but uh <laughs> there's always going to be people who are just not going to understand it and they'll trash it and like you don't have to explain it to them no you know that's the thing i am devoutly against yes good i feel like that's the thing i remember i had like a roommate who would like bring friends over who were more like i don't know kind of average joe type people yeah and he would try to explain to them what i did and would want me to like tell them because he thought it was really cool and you know more power to him yeah just don't waste but your breath i yeah. don't want to explain it yeah I mean, it's your thing i hate to be the guy who's like dude google it but you know millennial yeah <laughs> <laughs> just look that shit up well that's like back in my room <laughs> when i was beginning to do stand up and continuing on with it and then like some you know joe schmo would be like oh can you tell me a joke it's like that's not you don't oh it's yeah not like yeah. that there's a context to what well, we do applied to everything well yeah you know, you're a doctor 
yeah i've got this headache check it yeah check out this this rash i have (laughs) yeah right now what's Uh, the cure uh if you're a millennial which you are no uh for anybody out there google breakdancing ronald reagan or look it up on youtube see what noise is all about before you make a decision on it i enjoy it i enjoy you johnny i love millennials only i love millennials millennials only only. for millennials only as long as you're not like a lego fan at this point i mostly just soured to legos i've got a major like ptsd you're traumatized like that lego batman movie when i see trailers it's like you know like you start hearing like suicide is painless from the mash theme oh yeah go through your head and it's like oh no <laughs> here it comes Legos. again yeah, yeah. it's a trigger <laughs> yeah. well another episode i appreciate you uh coming back on the show of course we're gonna have you on again let's get I'm this down. together sometime again in the future uh if you enjoy our show we are part of the body tape international podcast network check out their shows at bodytapeintl.com sample all of them why not they're all fantastic and if you enjoy this show drop us a line at ryan has a podcast at gmail.com and uh that's gonna do it for us and we will uh, we'll see you soon see ya International. Aren't you good?